You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That made you smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And we are here. We're here. It's Saturday evening, Mike. We've got What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and uh, we're just itching to get back on the radio. I spent all week thinking of wonderful things to talk to you from Maine to Virginia and beyond about. So tonight we're going to talk about cosmetic surgery. Yes, we do that every week. We're going to talk about skin care. We're going to talk about you. And you know what? It's been an interesting week uh, for me and an interesting week in cosmetic surgery. So we're going to talk about maybe some of the not-so-great things, the disasters that people have come out and had plastic surgery disasters. You know, some of those celebrities that that go for cosmetic surgery and you never see them again. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about things that grow on your skin. And we all have those things. As you get older, you tend to get things. We'll talk about those different things and how we treat those in plastic surgery. The FDA sends out warning letters all the time. Did you know that, that cosmetics uh, companies are uh, are slammed by the FDA here and there. We're going to talk about those. And the latest bats that they send out, you actually wouldn't believe who they sent. No, not me, thankfully. But they send out warning letters uh, about cosmetic surgery, and we're going to talk about your nose. That's right, Mike, your nose. Mike's the engineer, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about rhinoplasty, chin implants, and things of that nature. We've got a big show planned for you, and you can become part of the show by calling 800 800- 848-9222, 800-848-9222. It is a free call all over the United States. And uh, for those of you listening to me in Santa Monica, give me a call. And if you're listening uh, from uh, Florida, give me a call. And, of course, from Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey, the core listening area of WABC, give me a call. And if you do call tonight, we're going to be giving out bottles of my daytime. What is daytime? Daytime is is your skin protector. It's uh, what you need to uh, to keep your skin healthy and strong as you go through the day in the New York area with all the pollutants and now and now yes, sun. It is spring by the way. If you look outside, uh, there are little plants coming up out of the soil. There's flowers. Uh, there's budding trees. And you know what that means? That means there's ultralight coming through the uh, the atmosphere, and it hits your skin, and you have to protect your skin from that ultraviolet light. A little bit is good. More than about 20 minutes is not so good because it's an immunosuppressant. It causes skin aging, premature skin aging, and skin cancers. And my daytime is an SPF 20 sunscreen, and it's also got things like vitamin B3 and B5 that strengthen the skin barrier 
So uh, we're giving away bottles of it. You have to have a good question for me. You can't just call and say, I'd like my uh, my free bottle of daytime, please. No. You have to have a legitimate medical question. All right. So let's start out with uh, this story about the FDA warning letters. So uh, the FDA has a great responsibility. You know, we all know that it regulates the entire drug supply in the United States, the food supply in the United States. It uh, all medical devices go through the FDA. Uh, the FDA also regulates the cosmetics industry, and they don't do it too rigidly, it seems. But every now and then, they uh, they kind of look up from their desks and they send out warning letters to companies that uh, that say things in their advertisements. So, you know, um, when when I advertise my products, I'm very careful, and I try really to, to be within the letter of the law. I don't say that my nighttime gets rid of wrinkles. I say it gets it reduces the appearance of wrinkles. And why do we say that? Because the FDA tells us that's how you have to say it. So the FDA sent out a, uh, a couple letters recently, and I'll tell you a little bit about these. Uh, so it was at the end of uh, 2015, and they uh, they sent out nine warning letters in 2015 to the different cosmetics companies. And uh, one of those was very interesting because it was to Dr. Brandt's company. Uh, Dr. Brandt was a dermatologist who passed away. He has a skincare company. And I'm always interested to, uh, to read what the FDA does and how they word these letters. Um, and so Dr. Brandt has a lot of different products out there. And uh, the FDA sent him a three-page letter. You know, these letters are available on the FDA.gov website, so it's not a secret. Uh, they're quite open with these letters. But uh, they went through uh, dozens of the Dr. Brandt products, and they said, well, you know what? The way you're talking about these uh, products by saying things like they boost collagen, it seems like a very simple thing to say, right? Uh, you actually can't say that. The FDA doesn't allow, does not allow you to say that um, because they say anything that actually really honestly boosts collagen is considered a drug, not a cosmetic. So, you know, you're allowed to use things that, uh, that boost collagen, and you can even say, well, there's a component of my skin cream, uh, vitamin C, which in the literature has been shown to boost collagen, but you actually can't say your product boosts collagen. Uh, but Dr. Brandt did say that, and so the FDA issued a, him a warning letter about that. It also, um, uh, a bunch of different uh, warning letters. I mean, uh, one warning letter with uh, many, many different uh, uh, components. Uh, one of those was one of his products called Cellusculpt, helps break down fat deposits. Well, that's an easy one. I agree. That one sounds very much like it's a drug, so you can't say that. Uh, one of his products do not age. Uh, the FDA said, uh, Dr. Brandt said, it repaired damaged skin. And you can't say that either. You can't say that. You have to use euphemisms, and you have to be very, very careful, because otherwise uh, you go down to the bottom of the warning letter. It says, uh, if you continue to use this language, you must apply for drug status for your skin cream. And who wants to do that? You know, New drugs are very, very hard to get. Uh, approved by the FDA, and rightfully so. Uh, new drugs cost tens of millions of dollars to get on the market, as opposed to a skin cream, which might cost a few hundred thousand, which is still a lot of money. Uh, we have to do skin testing and all sorts of testing for skin creams, but certainly not to the degree 
that uh, FDA-classified drugs have. So one of those uh, warning letters was for uh, the Dr. Brandt products. And we'll get into some more in a few minutes, but we have Rose on the line. Rose, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Are you there, Rose? Did we lose I'm Rose? I'm dark Michael. circles. There you are. Okay, tell me again, Rose. I didn't hear what you said. Say oh, it again. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for taking my call. I'd like to know what permanently can be done to take the dark circles from the eyes away. All right, Rose, how old are you? Eighty. You're 80. Congratulations. Thank you. I hope you, uh, I hope you hit 100 or, or even more. Uh, so, Rose, if you're 80, I bet there are three reasons for your dark circles under your eyes if Why? you're 80 years old. Let me tell you what they are Thank and you. what we can do for those. Okay. All right. First of all, when you're 80, you tend to get fat that bulges forward underneath the eyes. It actually herniates like a little hernia. It's always been there, but it tends to push forward, and it casts a shadow. And the shadow underneath that fat deposit looks like a dark circle. So that's one. The, uh, and I'll get to the cure in just a minute. And it might not be your cure, Rose, but it might be for someone who is 60 as opposed to 80, and we'll talk about that too. Uh, so one of those is the, uh, the fat deposits. Another reason for the dark circles under the eye, Rose, is brown splotchy pigmentation. And that is very, very common under the eye. There's actually a teleologic reason. You know what teleology is? Teleology is a, sort of an explanation of the things of how we get to where we are. So uh, when we see dark circles under the eye, uh, certainly uh, whoever designed the human body must have had a reason to put dark circles because nothing is random. And it turns out that one of the reasons for dark circles is because there's less reflection of light into the eye. And that's why football players put that dark stuff underneath their eyes so they get less reflection and better acuity of vision. Makes sense, but it doesn't look real good, so we try and get rid of it. So uh, the dark circles are from, from splotchy pigmentation. And the third reason for dark circles, Rose, is that the skin of the eyelid is the thinnest skin of the body. It is very thin. And because of that, we can actually see through the skin. We actually see the blood vessels and the muscle through the skin. And you can show yourself that by moving your skin. You'll notice that uh, you know the darkness sort of stays in the same spot, even though the skin moves if it's due to the translucency of the skin. It's disgusting. All right, so those are the three reasons. <laughs> it's not disgusting. It's the human body, which is a wonderful machine. But that's all, all right, I but see. we do age. Well, all right, so let's, let's figure out how we can uh, cure each of Please. these things. So the first thing... The first thing I mentioned, Rose, is the fatty deposits under the eye. And I just mentioned that the FDA sent out warning letters to uh, Dr. Brent and another company I'll talk about in just a minute uh, who said they can get rid of these fat deposits uh, just by a skin cream. Can't be done, by the way. Cannot be done. The only way to get rid of those fat deposits in 2016 is with surgery. It's with an eyelid lift. That's called a blepharoplasty. And I don't know if you might, if you would have that, Rose, at age 80. You know, I've done them. Probably the oldest person I did an eyelid lift on was uh, 81 or 83. I'm trying to remember now. So if, you, if you're in very good health, yes, it could be done. But you might not want that at age 80. Uh, surgery certainly has higher risks as you get older. So that's one, uh, one way to get rid of those. I There's really nothing non-surgical. 
I understand. Sometimes we can hide those fatty deposits by injecting something like Restylane or Juvederm into that groove. So we're not getting rid of the fat, but what we're doing is decreasing the height difference between the high point of the fat and the low point of the groove that's uh, the shadow beneath it. So that's one of the ways, uh, Rose. Now, the second thing I mentioned was that splotchy brown pigmentation of the skin. Now, we can get rid of that with something called the TCA peel, trichloroacetic acid. It's a chemical peel, and it can decrease the brown splotchy pigmentation. Now, there was a study, there was a study that was done a few years ago that showed that 10% vitamin C on the skin applied for six months. So nightly for six months could also decrease that brown splotchy pigmentation. Now, I have a product called Nighttime that has 10% vitamin C, now, I'm, I'm not here to tell you, though. I'm just giving you a lecture about the FDA and what we can and can't say. So I can't tell you whether or not mine will do that, but I can certainly quote a study that showed that the ingredient in mine could do that. You see Where what we have to do, unfortunately? At? I have an office on 57th Street in Manhattan and uh, one in New Jersey in I'm Franklin Park, a little area. All right. Well, okay, so that's number two. So the third thing is the translucency of the skin, and we have to break in just a second. Uh, the translucency of the skin, that's a hard one. That's very hard. We have, to, we have to increase the collagen of the skin. So how can we do that? We can do that with Althera. Althera does that. That's a, a treatment uh, that uses sound energy. And, and that study also showed that vitamin C can increase the thickness of the skin by increasing collagen. Can my product do it? I can't tell you whether it can or not. I wish I could. All right, so those are the three things, Rose. That's what we can do. We've got to take a short break in just a second. We'll be back. Phone number here at WABC is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Stay tuned. There's a big show ahead. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. For the best deals and the best styles of the season, get to Lumber Liquidator's Spring Flooring Sale. All in-stock North American and European laminate is 10 to 20% off. Get popular styles from just 39 cents. Plus, get up to $2 a square foot off three-quarter inch solid pre-finished hardwood and pre-finished engineered hardwood from 99 cents. Get 20% off wood-look tile and all in-stock vinyl plank is on sale. Plus, deals on bamboo from 169 and 18-month special financing. The best flooring deals end Tuesday, so visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight you look older. 
I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry right here on WABC. The financial quarterback is looking for new financial advisors to join his growing team. Jelinski Advisory Group has offices in New Jersey and New York. Call 888-988-JOSH for more information. That's 888-988-JOSH. Remember, the financial quarterback is looking for new financial advisors to join his growing team. Call 888-988-JOSH for more information. That's 888-988-JOSH. Listen to the financial quarterback every Sunday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. We are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. If you're listening for the very first time, where have you been the last 10 and a half years when I was on that other station and two years, two years on WABC? I hope you've been listening. We're here 6 to 7 o'clock every Saturday evening. I'm the board-certified plastic surgeon with the... If your walls could talk, what would they say? I have sent children into fits of rage. I am responsible for a child's speech impediment. I am the reason a child can't read. Just because you can't see lead paint doesn't mean it's not on walls, doors, windows, and sills. Today, lead paint poisoning affects over 1 million children. If your home was built before 1978, log on to leadfreekids.org or call 800-424-LEAD. Brought to you by the Coalition to End Childhood Lead Poisoning, EPA, HUD, and the Ad Council. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know it would be so hard. For me, it was easier to heal others than to heal myself. If you or someone you know has a drug or alcohol problem, you are not alone. Recovery was the hardest job I ever had, and the most important. Good morning, Dr. Monroe. Morning, Sarah. How are you today? For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hi, we're talking to real smokers about quitting. Tell me when you smoke and why you smoked. Eat cigarette, kids, cigarette, dinner, another cigarette. One on my way to lunch, one after lunch. And another cigarette and another cigarette. Have you tried to quit? Yes. I become angry. It ain't that easy. You can't just quit cold turkey. I tried. What would you do different? Actually having a plan and thinking it through. You have to relearn how to live your life without a cigarette in your hand. With the right plan, you can quit smoking. Free at becomeanx.org. X, a new way to think about quitting. Brought to you by X and the Ad Council. Okay, we are back. Uh, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. Mike, are we uh, are we uh, back up? Okay, great. You know, the the wonder of radio. It's uh, it's always very interesting. I've been doing this for a long time, and I just tell you, well, you know, we're on the radio for a long time. You know, sometimes we do this show remotely. Sometimes we're in the studio, and sometimes the the world of the internet and the uh, radio signals work out just fine. And sometimes. 
I find that I'm just sitting there talking to the microphone until uh, I get notification. All right, well, we're back up, and we were talking about Strivectin now. Strivectin was uh, another one of those companies that received a warning letter uh, from the FDA. And uh, what did they get the warning letter from in uh, 2015? Well, they made statements uh, that their uh, strivectin was clinically proven to change the anatomy of a wrinkle. The FDA didn't like that. They said that uh, the superb age-fighting serum is supercharged with potent elastin-stimulating peptides. FDA didn't like that one. Uh, and things like that. And their neck cream, uh, they didn't like the comments they made. And so, once again, just like uh, the other company and like L'Oreal also received a similar letter, they were told by the FDA, you have to stop saying these things uh, that really would make your product into a drug. So... Uh, all very interesting. It makes it uh, a little more challenging because those of us in the skincare industry, we read the papers, we use the ingredients that really make a difference. There's scientific proof that these things uh, work, but the FDA tells you, no, you can't really say that. If you say that, you're a drug. So, you know, it does make it a little challenging and a little more difficult. All right, Bobby, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Good evening. I love your show. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. I have a quick question. What? I have a very dear friend. Okay who has psoriatic arthritis, and she mm -hmm. goes on vacation, and she goes to Florida or the islands, and she literally fries in the sun. Her dermatologist said, you need the sun. Nothing will cure you except the sun, or to that effect. And the parts of her body that are exposed to the sun are not nearly as bad as those parts that are not exposed. If she takes a bathing suit off or walks around in her underwear, you could die because... The, the, she is covered with these psoriatic plaques, and she will not listen. She said nothing will cure it, not diet, not anything, and my doctor is the best, and he right. said the sun is the only thing that will cure it. And All right, and so your question plaques. is? She's had these little skin tags removed, and she's got these little growths. Well, her now, Bobby, you got to ask a question. What, so what can I... Bobby, what's oh. your question? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ask me what, your question. Okay. Do you agree with this doctor or not? All right. So the answer is yes. Yes, absolutely. First-line treatment for psoriasis. And by the way, as a plastic surgeon, I don't treat psoriasis. Uh, dermatologists are the uh, doctors that treat psoriasis. But absolutely, sun exposure is good for psoriasis. So uh, certainly uh, daily sun exposure, very good. Uh, moisturizers, those work also. Uh, ultraviolet light therapy, that works. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other things, prescription drugs and uh, things that sensitize your skin uh, so that it absorbs more ultraviolet light. Normally that's not a good thing because it can cause skin cancers. Uh, but it's a balance between uh, getting enough ultraviolet light and not too much. Uh, but that's the world of the dermatologist. But the answer for uh, your, your friend is that absolutely uh, sun exposure treats psoriasis. Now, I don't know, and I don't think it treats the, the arthritis and the heart issues associated with, uh, with psoriasis. So uh, I'm sure your friend not only has a dermatologist but has a cardiologist and maybe even a rheumatologist, because those are the three doctors that together treat psoriasis. Good question. Thanks so much for calling, Bobby. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC, the station 
probably the best station and the strongest station in the entire United States. I bet you didn't know that. All right, so we're going to talk about more cosmetic surgery topics. The number here is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. And hopefully, hopefully the, uh, the link to, uh, as Mark Levin would say, the, the underground, uh, what does he say, Mike? The underground <laughs> here in the bunker, that's what it is. Uh, hopefully the link will stay up long enough to get this show done. All right, we're going to talk about things that grow on your skin. Everybody, every single listener out there has something growing on their skin. And you like to think of yourself as perfect. We all do. But we all have these things. And the older you get, the more things you get. Now, what are these things? Well, they could be freckles. You know, they're freckles when you're a little kid. They're age spots as an adult. They could be seborrheic keratoses. Those are probably the most common things other than the freckles, which most people don't mind too much until you get older. Then you want them off. But separate keratoses are uh, more things that grow on the skin. They're benign. Uh, they look like uh, you could just sort of scrape them off with your fingernail. Uh, very, very common. People come in to me every week with seborrhea keratosis, not the same person, but they come in every week with a seborrhea keratosis, and we shave those off. Other things that grow on the skin are moles and skin cancers and sebaceous hyperplasia, things like that. So uh, let's have a little bit of a, a, a lesson in, uh, in skin physiology and the things that grow on the skin. So, so as we get older, we tend to acquire more and more sun damage. It's the ultraviolet light-induced damage that we just talked about being beneficial in things like psoriasis, but for the most part, you know, the ultraviolet light will prematurely age your skin. And if you look at someone in an area that's not been uh, um, injured by sun, and you know where that is, you pull down your bathing suit and look at your buttocks, it looks very different from your face and your forearms, which are, or your, the back of your hands, which are constantly exposed to ultraviolet light. So it's ultraviolet light that prematurely ages the skin. It causes those freckles. It causes then the... Uh, what we call age spots or uh, liver spots. There's all these weird names for these things, but but pretty much uh, they are uh, they are um, caused by sun damage. So what do we do for those? Well, we could use skin creams, yes, uh, and we can also use uh, things like a TCA peel, for instance. A TCA peel is a very very valuable uh, peel that gets rid of freckles and gets rid of uh, a lot of the sun damage to the skin. How does it, how does the TCA peel work? Well, it's an in-office procedure. A TCA, by the way, stands for trichloroacetic acid. So it's a type of an acid we put on the skin. And boy, you think about that. Are you really purposely putting acid on my skin? Well, yeah, we are in a very controlled way. So the concentration will vary be between the different surgeons or the different dermatologists. Uh, the uh, the uh, concentration I like to use on the face is somewhere around 35%. So TCA peel, uh, we put on the skin. The skin turns all sorts of colors. It's white in the office. It's red by the evening. It's gray the next day. The day after that, it looks like someone took saran wrap on your skin, put it on your skin, took a hair dryer, and heat melted it onto your skin. Oh, boy. Right? You look in the mirror and you say, what have I done? Uh, you know what? It starts to peel. And then when the TCA peel peels off, your skin looks great. And it really is a wonderful peel. 
and it's underutilized now. People like to use lasers and other very high-tech, very expensive machines. But the TCA peel, otherwise known as an Abaji peel or a blue peel, there's lots of different names for these things. But the TCA peel is a great peel for color. So that's what we use to treat uh, the uh, the freckles or the age spots. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about seborrheocaritosis, moles, skin cancers, and all the other things that grow in your skin. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be back after these words. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. With deep sorrow and a heavy heart, I regretfully share the news of the premature passing of beloved doctor and WABC talk show host Richard Ash, MD. This is Rachel Ash. On Friday, December 25th, my husband, best friend, and love, Dr. Richard Ash, passed away tragically as a result of unexpected complications following a routine medical procedure. As we honor Dr. Ash over the next several weeks, I invite you to listen to the best of Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired Sunday afternoons from 3 to 5. For more information, call 212-758-3200 or log on to ashcenter.com. When it comes to TV, we have one simple question. If you can't see the difference, why pay the difference? Switch to DISH for a great deal. Call 877-249-6988. Not only will you find the same channels for less, DISH sweetens the deal with free HD upgrade and premium movie channels free for three months. Call 877-249-6988. You can also save a bundle when you combine DishNet high-speed internet with your TV service. And of course, a free upgrade to a whole home DVR system. Call 877-249-6988. Switch to DISH and see what real value is. Programming starting as little as $29.99, plus access to thousands of movies and TV shows. Stream to your TV, smartphone, or tablet. Say goodbye to the cable guy and get DISH today. Call 877-249-6988. Limited time offer. DISH TV and Internet requires separate 24-month commitments and credit qualification. DishNet not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Call 877-249-6988. For the best deals and the best styles of the season, get to Lumber Liquidator's Spring Flooring Sale. All in-stock North American and European laminate is 10 to 20% off. Get popular styles from just 39 cents. Plus, get up to $2 a square foot off three-quarter inch solid pre-finished hardwood and pre-finished engineered hardwood from 99 cents get 20 percent off wood look tile and all in stock vinyl plank is on sale plus deals and bamboo from 169 and 18 months special financing the best flooring deals end tuesday so visit lumberliquidators.com to find a store near you hi i'm brian scudamore from 1-800-GOT-JUNK honey the magic is here great Come on in, guys. Thanks. 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 We point at junk and it disappears, right? You've obviously heard the radio ads. But those ads are true, aren't they? Point at something. Anything at all. Even if it's outside? Anything. 
That was fun. I love this. It's gone. All you have to do is point. I love this job. Me too. People are just so happy when their stuff disappears. The house feels so much bigger. Is there anything you'd like us to get from the attic? Absolutely. Follow me. How do you do that? We come when it's convenient for you. Call today before noon, and we'll be there today. Call one eight hundred Got Junk. One eight hundred G O T J U N K, or visit one eight hundred Got Junk dot com. What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's Your Wrinkle? We're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. It is not only a free phone call, but when you call, you're going to wind up getting a free bottle of daytime, Dr. Perry's daytime. That's the SPF 20. And by the way, we should all be using it now because it's that time of year. Spring is two months earlier this year than last year. The flowers weren't out until May last year. They're starting. But that also tells you that the ultraviolet light is reaching those plants and it's reaching your skin. It's time. If you haven't used it all year, you need to use an SPF. I say a minimum of a 15. My uh, daytime is an SPF 20. Of course, if you go to the beach in July, you're going to need something more than a, uh, a 20 on your skin. My daytime is not meant to uh, be your sunscreen on the beach. It is meant to be the sunscreen that you put on every single day underneath your makeup. Let it dry, and it acts as your foundation. Then you can put your makeup on over the daytime. All right, we were talking about things that grow on your skin, and as a plastic surgeon, uh, one of the things that I do besides skin care the next step after skincare is cleaning up the things that are on your skin that interfere with the, the uh, your appearance that cause what's called cognitive dissonance. My wife, the psychologist, likes to use that word. And when, when I look at someone with a mole on their face, it kind of interrupts the beauty of your face. Even though Marilyn Monroe thought it looked good, those of you who remember Marilyn, she penciled in that mole on her left nasolabial fold. I have a series of about six pictures of her where the mole seemed to move around magically. That's because it wasn't a real mole. And I don't think moles are pretty, to be honest with you. I think they're, uh, they interrupt the normal beauty. But more importantly, moles could be more than a mole. They could be the beginning of a skin cancer. They could be a melanoma uh, there are certain uh, signs of a of a mole that uh, tell me that I need to remove that mole. So if a mole is greater than 6 millimeters in its diameter, uh, we might consider removing that mole. Now, 6 millimeters is exactly the diameter of an eraser on a pencil. Who uses pencils anymore? We use pens or computer styluses. There are still pencils out there. And if you look at the eraser, it's exactly 6 millimeters. So if your mole is has a diameter greater than 6 millimeters, uh, we might consider removing that mole. And the reason is moles greater than 6 millimeters uh, have a higher likelihood of becoming a melanoma. So uh, that's one of the warning signs. An irregular border, more than one color, bleeding moles, itching moles, things like that, uh, then uh, we might consider removing those moles. Uh, or we just remove them because they're not real pretty. So a couple of days ago, I removed one on the cheek of a woman and one on her nasolabial fold. The way a plastic surgeon removes a mole is different from the way other doctors remove moles. We spend a lot of time really thinking about 
the aesthetics of mole removal. So certainly there are different doctors, including family doctors, uh, that can remove moles. I had a patient come in, uh, I think I told you this story a few weeks ago, a patient told me that her esthetician wanted to remove a mole. That's called a felony. That's a felony. <laughs> it's practicing medicine without a license. So, so don't let your esthetician remove your mole. But certainly a plastic surgeon will remove a mole in, in a different way than other doctors. So the first thing we do is we orient the scar properly. And that means there's got to be a scar. A lot of people think they can come in and a plastic surgeon will remove a mole and leave no scar. There will be a scar. The goal of the plastic surgeon is to give you as good a scar as is possible. Uh, and, of course, that's up to your body how good that scar really is. See, I've already blamed it on you, by the way. So if you're a good scar former, you'll make me look good. And if you're one of these people that gets red raised scars or, heaven forbid, keloids, which are tumors of the scar tissue, uh, then even the best plastic surgeon in the world will not be, look good to you because that doctor gave you a bad-looking scar. So uh, we want to first orient the scar along a normal wrinkle line. If we orient the scar against a wrinkle line, perpendicular or, or obliquely uh, compared to the wrinkle line, then your scar will not look real good. So we want to put it in a wrinkle line, or even better if we can find a natural fold to put the scar in. Uh, such as the nasolabial fold. That's the fold between the, the corner of the nose and the corner of the mouth, the nasolabial fold. If we can put a scar along that, we can hide the scar in a mole in the, uh, in the fold. Or we can hide it along maybe uh, a crease near your ear or underneath your chin or something like that. So if we, can do, if we can do that, your scar will look as good as possible. Plastic surgeons will also then lift up the skin around the mole. It's called undermining. That's the word we use. We lift the skin up so that we take the tension off of the closure. That means your skin isn't pulling on itself, and so the stitches uh, aren't pulling, and we don't have cross marks or point marks from the stitches. And also the scar doesn't then separate and widen if we take the tension off it. So uh, one, we want to orient the wound in the proper way. Then we want to put, uh, we want to lift up the skin, and we put two layers of stitches in. A lot of doctors don't. They put one layer in, and they take it out, and the wound then kind of separates after the stitches come out. Plastic surgeons will put in a second layer of stitches underneath, and, and there are different uh, um, types of stitches on some parts of the body, like the thighs we'll put, or the back or the arm. We'll put in stitches that stands for, for six months and then dissolve. But on the face, generally, we use stitches that dissolve in about two to three weeks. That's all that is necessary. And we put a very fine layer of stitches in the surface or even Dermabond, which is a type of glue. So uh, those are some of the tricks that plastic surgeons use when we take off moles. Now, other things that grow on the face are seborrheic keratoses. They're very, very common, and a lot of people have lots and lots of them. Some have as many as hundreds, even thousands of these seborrheic keratoses, and they come in the sun-exposed areas. So they come on your face and your ears, your forehead, even your eyelids. I saw a woman with one on her eyelid a couple days ago. Uh, that's less common because of eyeglasses and, and makeup, which has some protection against uh, sun uh, damage. Uh, but they come on the shoulders and around the neck, and if you spend a lot of time on the beach, your back, your arms, your thighs, your legs... You get all these seborrheic keratoses. They're not attractive, but they're also not dangerous. The important thing about a seborrheic keratosis 
is to know that indeed it is a seborrheokeratosis and not something worse. If you go in some of these stores, oh, I can't believe these things. It, it really bothers me. You see these different creams that can remove your seborrheokeratosis or skin tags. That is such a terrible thing to do. The companies produce these products, and then they have a disclaimer. Of course, do not remove yourself without getting an opinion of a dermatologist or a doctor. If you're going to get the opinion of the dermatologist or, or doctor, if they tell you it's benign, uh, you know they're probably going to take it off on that uh, visit if, if, you, if you're so concerned that you think this thing uh, is uh, a problem and you want to buy a cream. The creams, by the way, uh, they're made of bloodroot and zinc chloride. Those are the two chemicals in these things. And they were originally designed for the veterinary industry, not even the veterinarians, but farmers who have animals with things that grow on them, and they uh, put these creams on them. You know, if you have a 100 or a 5,000 cattle, you can't, uh, I guess, go to a veterinarian you know, bring your cattle in, sit in the waiting room with your your cow, and <laughs> and wait for the veterinarian to gently remove this thing. I guess that's not how it works. Uh, the farmers take this uh, cream and they put it on all the different things that are growing on the skin of their cows, and then uh, that gets rid of them. I, I suppose that's okay for a cow. Although if I were a cow, I think I'd want a veterinarian to look at this also. But uh, what can I tell you? So uh, so. Seborrhea keratosis, we shave those off usually. They can be frozen off. There's other treatments. I like to shave them off because we have something to look at under the microscope. And that's very important because there was a study done at Harvard at the Brigham and Women's uh, Hospital about 10 years ago now. And they, uh, they took about 15,000 of these things that were labeled seborrhea keratosis. And they took 15,000. They were labeled it before they were removed by the dermatologist or the plastic surgeon. And these uh, things that were presumed to be seborrhea keratoses, uh, lo and behold, there were several dozen melanomas, basal cell carcinomas, and other skin cancers when uh, they were looked at under the microscope. There's more to the show. Stay with us. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number, 800-848-9222. We'll be back after these words. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Althera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry, right here on WABC. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shot the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy, 
for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-471-6845. That's 1-800-471-6845. 1-800-471-6845. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors not available in all states. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is WABC's What's Your Wrinkle program here every Saturday from 6 to 7. Give me a call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. So we talk about a lot of different things that grow on the skin. And the next uh, topic would be uh, then the skin cancers and the perfect timing. we got Phil on the line. Phil, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Well, I ha- I went to a, a, a cancer screening uh, last year, and... Uh, they saw numerous of these seborrheic keratoses that you were speaking about. And I, but uh, um, they put a question mark indicating that one of those might be a basal cell carcinoma. And I can't easily have that uh, treated. What is the harm in letting that just continue to grow, even though it's un- unsightly? Okay, so, so Phil, uh, basal cell carcinomas... If you're going to get a, a cancer of any type, that's the type to get because they don't go anywhere else in your body. Uh, they just stay, uh, but they do locally grow and they invade. Uh, the old name two centuries ago for a basal cell carcinoma was a rodent ulcer. Oh, my goodness, right? Sounds terrible because it looks like a rodent kind of gnawed away at your skin. That was its name. So you really do want to have that taken care of. Now, it doesn't have to be a surgical treatment if for some reason you can't have surgery, Phil. Uh, now, the, the, the classic treatment is simple surgery, and that means numbing it up and removing the, uh, the basal cell carcinoma under local anesthesia and then closing the wound. But if for some reason you cannot have that, yes, there are chemotherapies, for basal cell carcinoma. There are topical things. That means things that you can put on the uh, basal cell carcinoma or even radiation for people who uh, cannot have surgery. But you really do want to have it treated. You don't want to just let it go because uh, how old are you, Phil? Uh, 69. So you're a, a very young man, a pediatric patient in my uh, opinion, So uh, and gets, it gets younger every year, by the way. Uh, so 69 is young. I expect you to live a long time, and you don't want to have this uh, this problem 
this thing that's a nuisance today become a problem in the future. So, yeah, you really do want to have that taken care of. Thanks so much for the call, and I wish you the best, Phil. Uh, this is uh, What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So one of those uh, skin cancers Phil just mentioned is a basal cell carcinoma. Another one that can grow on your skin is called a squamous cell carcinoma, a little more aggressive than a basal cell carcinoma, still generally easily treatable with just removal. Uh, a simple local removal. And uh, the third one is called a melanoma. Melanomas are uh, often not so good. Uh, they can be uh, very uh, small and easily treatable, but if you let them go, if they get big, if they grow, uh, they can spread to other parts of the body. used to be a lot more dangerous than it is now because one of the great advances in all of medicine has been the the chemotherapy and immunotherapies that have been developed in the last five years that can now take uh, spreading melanomas and treat them successfully. So one of the great uh, advances in medicine is the development of this kind of uh, chemotherapy. All right, so uh, that kind of wraps up our discussion of things that grow on your skin. I promised you earlier in the show I would talk to you about rhinoplasty surgery. You know, every plastic surgeon has the procedure that they consider to be their favorite for one reason or another, and rhinoplasties are my favorite surgical procedure. And the reason is they're so creative and so artistic. Every rhinoplasty is different from the last one we've done. Uh, everybody's anatomy is a little bit different, and we don't know exactly what that anatomy is until we lift the skin up and look at it because there's no X-ray test, there's no MRI, there's not even a good physical examination. We do the best we can uh, that can tell us what exactly the, the state of your cartilages are uh, until we lift up the skin. And we do that uh, in an operation called a rhinoplasty. So I did one last week. And uh, I was quite surprised to see that this uh, 22-year-old girl did have a, a cartilage that had been injured and completely separated, and uh, it was scarred together. So when I felt her nose before the procedure, it didn't feel like there was a, uh, um, a separation in her cartilage. And I'm talking about the tip cartilage. So uh, when I lifted up the skin and found that it was completely separated, uh, held together with scar, but shifted because of that scar, uh, we have to be able to think on our toes as plastic surgeons and have all the uh, proper procedures ready to go in every single case. So in this particular case, I cleared out the scar and took the two ends of the cartilage and sewed them back together. That was actually the first step in the operation before I even did the rest of the rhinoplasty. And what is a rhinoplasty? A rhinoplasty is an operation that alters the cartilages and bones of the nose uh, often we make noses smaller, but not every rhinoplasty is a reductive or reduction rhinoplasty. Uh, some we actually make the nose a little bit bigger. We add cartilage. We take cartilage from the septum, that's the, uh, the tissue between the nostrils, or we take cartilage from the ears, uh, or sometimes even uh, this material that's sort of like suture material called PDS, sometimes we put that in the nose, to build up the nose. Sometimes in extreme cases, we have to go to the ribs and actually take rib cartilage and put it in the nose. So, so sometimes we make the nose bigger. Most of the time we make it smaller. Sometimes we're just sort of changing the angles of the nose and we're narrowing the tip or bringing the side walls of the nose and we're making the cartilage or rather the nostrils smaller or taking the long nose and we measure that from the uh, if you look at your eyes, 
to the bottom of your nose. That's called the length of the nose. Sometimes we have to shorten that. Uh, sometimes we don't have enough projection of the nose. And projection is uh, when we look at your profile, how far off your face the nose is. So a rhinoplasty is uh, an operation that I enjoy, and many plastic surgeons enjoy it, and many plastic surgeons don't like it all, and so they don't do rhinoplasties uh, because they're stressful operations. If you're not real artistic and real good at this, uh, they say it takes about 100 rhinoplasties to feel comfortable doing rhinoplasties. I've been doing them for 29 years as an attending plastic surgeon and for uh, several years in the residency before that. So rhinoplasties are fun operations, interesting operations, and, and in fact, my favorite operation in all of cosmetic surgery. Uh, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number here at WABC is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. I said that a few times, 9222, only three twos. So, uh, you know, when we analyze the nose, the way I do that, by the way, is I examine you, physically examine you, feel the cartilages, feel the bones of the nose. I look in your nose to make sure that the septum is reasonably straight. Once again, the septum divides the, uh, the uh, two chambers of the nose. And then I take some photographs, and then we put the pictures up on the computer screen. And that's always fun because when we look at pictures together, you as a patient, me as the plastic surgeon, we see things differently than when you look at yourself straight on in the mirror. So we take those pictures, and then I like to alter those pictures. I change the image with a computer simulation program, and I try and make it so that I, uh, I change it to something you like. Now, I always say that if you and I can't agree on an image with a computer, I can't possibly make you happy after surgery. So we have to be able to agree. Uh, and by the way, not every rhinoplasty is the same. In fact, they're all different, and not every person wants to look the same way. Of course, that sounds obvious, right? But we want to do the procedure for you. It's always a, a red flag if you bring in pictures of Angelina Jolie or someone like that. I can't make you look like her even if I wanted to. We have to make you look like you, but better, and that's the goal of a rhinoplasty. Uh, Lori, I think we can get one more question in real quickly. Lori, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Well, I have a seborrheic dermatitis, seborrheic keratosis on the cheek, and they said there is epidermal okay. hyperplasia and hyperpigmentation of the basal layer. Is that something okay. that should be removed? Well, they know that because they've already uh, done the biopsy, correct? That's correct, yes. Right, so then it should have been removed already. Uh, the biopsy of a seborrheic keratosis is the same thing as a removal in almost all cases. Uh, is that correct, uh, Lori? Did they, they remove? Did. Is, it, is there anything left behind? Did the dermatologist or plastic surgeon say you needed more done? Uh, they just said to leave it alone. They just shaved a piece of it off because it's three by two by one inch millimeter, and they shaved just a little piece off. And was this a, uh, this was a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist? No, Don't tell me the name of the person. A dermatologist. Okay, and why didn't, why didn't they just remove the entire thing? Well, I don't know. They, they said, you know, they could do it with a laser, but they might need a few, a few, a few times to remove it, and it could come back. Ooh, yeah. All right, so, so you know, when, when we have a seborrheic keratosis and someone removes it with a laser, I don't know. I think that's like uh, maybe 
Here's a, a politically incorrect uh, statement. Killing a bird with a cannon. We don't kill birds anymore. Yes. Uh, you know, you don't, it's not, necessarily, not necessary to use a laser on a seborrheic keratosis. The simplest method is to simply numb the area up and shave it off. Uh, I, I like to think that, uh, I, I hate to think, that people who use lasers to remove seborrheic keratosis are, are paying for their lasers uh, because it's such a simple thing to just simply shave it off. And the advantage of shaving it is that we have a complete specimen to look at under the microscope. When we laser something off, we lose uh, the ability to look at it under the microscope. Same thing with freezing it off, so we have to be absolutely sure. Now, you've already had a biopsy, so we know what it is. We're not questioning that. Uh, now what we're left with is a cosmetic issue. And, you know, there's lots of different ways to do it. I prefer to just shave it off. All right, Lori, that music means I shave it off uh, by numbing it up. We use a scalpel, a scalpel. (laughs) That's called a knife. (laughs) It won't hurt you because it's numb. All right, the music says uh, Mike is about ready to throw me right out of the studio. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, the plastic surgeon with the radio show. Check me out on Facebook. We want to build those Facebook likes. So it's facebookcom dash. Dr. Arthur Perry, and if you're looking at the skin creams, uh, go to the website, drperrys.com. Mike, Jennifer, thanks so much for great engineering. We'll be back next week at 6 o'clock. Take care.